Hi, and welcome to another episode of Good to Game Radio. In tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about Halo and it releasing without a uh, co-op campaign. We're also talking about the Ghost of Tsushima DLC. 12 minutes. Will Call of Duty be a flop? Aliens Fire Team Elite. And finally, Void Train. So again, welcome and sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio. I'm here with Clint and Paige. Hi, guys. What's going on? Dude, I'm uh, I'm doing pretty awesome today, man. I am off work, off work yesterday, off work tomorrow. I'm very excited about these things. And, uh, you know, just uh, trying out the, uh, the podcast sitting from my PC instead of on the comfort of my couch. So if I'm cranky, that is the reason. Paige, yeah. how you doing, buddy? Having a great day, honestly. Just got off work. Yeah, just uh, actually cleaned up my gaming PC setup, did some wire management, um, kind of just decluttered my desk. But actually, so my tower used to sit on my desk, and I found that that just took up like a lot of like my space. So I moved it to the floor. My desk is clean. Everything's nice. I have more room for activities on my desk. All these rooms for activities is what you're saying? Yes, all the activities that actually happen on the desk you doing some uh paper mache or something up there arts and uh arts and crafts you know um <laughs> news clippings couponing what is Coupon. it when you cut the letters out for your serial killer notes <laughs> oh serial killer yeah <laughs> some serial killer uh, letters <laughs> all right tony weirdo how are you bud i am doing pretty good you know um man Today is yet again my only day off. You know, we're losing people left and right at work. And, a lot. Uh, I had a conversation about that last know, night. I got mandatory yesterday, there. so I had to work yesterday. And then I got texted a little while ago. They want me to come in early, early in the morning, like, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay. I'm spending like 14 hours a day at work every single day. You know, it's really cutting into my gaming time. So I don't like uh, I don't like this work and messing around with my, um, with my game. So... That's how that's where we're at right now. Like I, I barely was able to get anything in this past week outside of the couple of times that uh, you and I managed to get online together and play some Alien Fire Team Elite, the the new game that just dropped last week. Can't believe that's a new game, by the way. I mean, it's 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 interesting enough, but new games. I, I guess I need to change my for my uh, expectations on what new games should be because this. This game could have been five or ten years old. You you wouldn't have surprised me with that. I asked you when it came out, expecting it to be years old. You said Tuesday. I just want the games to work, and that's been the big issue here lately, or at least be entertaining. Uh, that's so true. The, the video game industry is in a mess right now because everything that's coming out is either full of glitches or the content stinks or cheaters and hackers in all the multiplayer games. So just like uh, I, I sent you a text earlier one of the topics uh we i was going to ask vance but he's he's not here tonight because his internet is out and he doesn't have any uh any way of getting on discord with us so but his predicament when we were texting him was he didn't have any games to play because he's a, a multiplayer type guy he doesn't really get into single player games 
well, guess what? You got to have internet to play multiplayer games. So he's he's desperately seeking a game to play right now. I told him, man, this is why you always, you always, always, always have Subnautica downloaded. That's just, that's step one in any outage situation. You have Subnautica. You're good to go. You could just dive into a whole world of uh, amazing possibilities in gaming. But one of the questions I was going to ask him, but I'll, I'll just throw it to you two guys. Last week, 343 developers came out and said that they would be releasing the new, the new Halo Infinite game uh, without two major modes in that game. Uh, the first one being campaign co-op, and the other one is Forge mode, which is, I guess uh, I don't play a lot of Halo. I think that's the mode that allows you to build custom maps and stuff like that. But so in order to make their a holiday period uh, release they're they've cut they're cutting out those two major modes and they're they're going to release them later on as part of a uh, battle pass uh, system that they're implementing but yet again uh we have a game that uh that's raising major red flag uh as far as what's the quality of the game going to be like because if they're cutting out huge portions just to try to meet a deadline you know, they already delayed this game a year because they delayed it last from last year after the disastrous uh, July reveal. What do you guys think? What are they doing, man? It, it's just frustrating. Like, it, it, the focus is just so much on deadlines. And I think uh, too many bosses are involved in video game making right now. That's what I think. I think you need to, or, or the bosses that are involved in it are, are ineffective. Like, Allowing these deadlines to get rushed the way that they're being rushed is just it's it's not helping anybody. It's like the whole industry seems to be falling apart over mediocre at best and oftentimes just like, you know, trash games that are being put out. And, uh, you know, here we're the we're the end users down here just kind of like, you know, losing respect for all the companies that are involved in these games. You know, like it's 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 ridiculous to me that it's gotten to this point and like we've, we've talked about it that we think it's just gonna, you know, this is the expectation now, you know, when, when a game comes out, the game's going to be broken and that is fine for everybody involved. Apparently like we just have to deal with it and play one of their, one of our other broken games instead of their broken game. You know, that's the, that's the, seems to be the only way to handle it these days. Page man, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? I guess a pretty good example of this is um, cyberpunk. Yeah. Whenever that one first came out, like the hype, the hype train on Cyberpunk going all the way back to like every other, like it was winning awards before the game even came out. And then finally, whenever the game came out, servers kept crashing. Like they could not keep the servers up and people were just having like the hardest time. And then they finally came out with like DLCs and that was crashing the game even more. So for people who were playing on PC, you saw a lot more crashing than other people who were on like consoles. So I was actually really excited about Cyberpunk. Um, and finally, I kind of just let everybody just play it whenever it first came out and then kind of just like read their reviews on what was going on. And it just like the first week was just like, I can't even play the game because it's just keeps crashing or just like texture packaging, like in the game would load, but maybe it was just super laggy or like texture packages wouldn't load in. And I just... Like, I'm trying not to get too hyped up about the new Battlefield game because I want the new Battlefield game to be amazing and I want it to be good. I just don't want it to be 
rushed to the point to where they're not ready for the initial like wave of people that are going to be like bogging down their server because PUBG had the exact same thing, especially with their battle Royale, whenever it first came out games crashing, everybody was finally starting to play these battle Royales and I want a game to be good. And I also wanted to be taken it like have like the time to sort out all that stuff, like do a soft launch and then throw into it. That's what betas are for. So obviously if the betas are not happening or if people are not happy with the beta, Maybe it's not time to release the full game yet. Well, that was what they uh, with Halo. That's isn't that what happened? Like Tony, you're the expert on this. Uh, they were at the reveal, and then everyone said, "This looks horrendous. What's new about this? Like, what are you doing?" And then they delayed it a year. Right? Isn't this the year later re- uh, reveal or release of the game? Right. So what happened was last, I think it was last July, uh, in preparation for the release of the Series X, they were showcasing, uh, doing a game showcase, and they revealed uh, Halo Infinite uh, during this showcase. And the reaction from the Halo community, uh, they were furious. Of course, you had some really diehards. They didn't care. They just wanted anything. And the general... uh, uh, community general gaming community just had a field day because graphics in this looks uh, looks like it was on 360 there's nothing new here there's nothing for your flagship game for a brand new console that's touting itself to be the most powerful console and you roll out something that looks like you could play it on 360 yeah the community reaction was not good and credit to microsoft you know after about a month they came out um, and said that uh, after some consideration, they would uh, push back the release because uh, that game was supposed to release with the Series X, but they decided that they were going to go ahead and push it back to the holiday season of this year uh, to give uh, the developers the opportunity to uh, make some improvements. And they brought in a new uh, lead that had worked with uh, Bungie before and had worked on a few Halo games before and he came in and had a large huge task of trying to make the improvements uh, where he could obviously uh, one year apparently there was so much stuff that needed to be fixed that uh, one year wasn't enough because now they're they're pushing this back further and if they need to I guess they need to but they should just go ahead and push the whole game back instead of trying to release it in pieces like they are but you know they ran out that uh, flight test for Halo multiplayer, you know, a month ago, and it, it went over really well. Community was really excited for it, and everybody was on cloud nine about they're just waiting for when the release date was going to be uh, given. And finally, last week during Gamescom, uh, Gamescom, they um, they dropped the release date of December eighth. Uh, but pr- just prior to that, during an interview, the lead he came out and said that that it would, the game would release without the. Uh, campaign co-op and the in the forge mode those two modes would come out later because of the battle pass system that they're that they're going to be running with the game i don't get it man you had you, you decided to bring to the table a lackluster game for a new generation console release and what does this happen every seven years or something is that about right tony typically seven years yeah so every seven years you got a big console release and it's a huge war between Xbox and PlayStation and you decide to bring garbage to your release. Oh, okay. Oops. We got caught on, uh, called out on the garbage. Give us a year. And a year later, you got nothing. You got something, I guess. You got like the tiniest little bit of a game 
uh, but you can't even you can't even support what your you know what your initial plans were after another year. I mean, when this when this comes out, when they're stripping all these other things from it, and we're getting only only the multiplayer, right? And we're not getting the other components. This yeah. multiplayer better be out of this world amazing, because if the other stuff's not ready and this is ready, it better be amazing. Uh, I I don't know. I I, I just I I saw that they have a. All the Halo stuff available on the Ultimate Game Pass for uh, for PC, and so I was thinking, oh, it might be good to try to you know sharpen some of my uh, mouse you know sh- shooting skills on PC you know before that comes out, and figure I could maybe do that on PC instead of the Xbox and just try it. And it's like uh, remembering you had texted me that, <laughs> that it was gonna already be they're already stripping stuff out. I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> like, are you are people even gonna play it? That's the question now. Like, well, are they even gonna play it? I mean, the multiplayer uh, flight test went over pretty well. So, the only it, issue, it, though, the see, here's the thing: they're not talking about when they had that flight test. Everybody kind of pointed out how it it looked good. It, it played well. I didn't play it, but it. I was I watched a few streams. I watched some videos on it. It looked good, but one of the things that came out post test was that the PC side was having all kinds of issues. Uh, with frame rate and and uh, screen tearing and all that other stuff, they it was actually running better on the Series X uh, than it was PC. Uh, but the the PC uh, side was having a whole bunch of issues. That's concerning. The fact that they were having issues with PC, it's usually the other way around. So I, I would not be surprised if that continues. I mean, we're only a, a, three months away, not a lot of time. So I don't know what their issues are, but I guarantee you, I know what issue they're re- they, they probably will have. And that's server issues because 100%. all these multiplayer games, especially the ones releasing on game pass have server issues. Uh, do you want to bet right now? A thousand dollars. I will bet a thousand dollars that there is, uh, unless that's not legal in our state. And then I'm totally joking, but totally not joking. A thousand dollars says servers go down day one. I'll bet you a thousand dollars. I'm not taking it. No, no. I don't have Paige, any confidence. I don't have any. Hey, do you want to take my bet? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, servers are crashing, for, for sure. If you want to take me up on that bet, Tony at GoodToGameRadio.com. Okay. People can say, "Oh yeah, servers are, servers are going to be ready," but time and time again, you we just see it over and over. People are constant. Like people start downloading the game. It's where oh weird, I can't download the game. I wonder why the servers are down. Oh, the people that actually got into the game. They got in, they downloaded it, they were able to get in, and what happened? Everyone else starts to download it, starts crashing. I, I So at this point, two, two things. I'd, I'd one, don't even tell me about the game until, until you've got like an alpha ready that you've tested thoroughly. Don't even tell me the game's in production, okay? I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to be set up for disappointment. Ripple your development time on every game ever, like at least the past like three or four years. Like, whatever the expectation is, give your developers triple the time and then invest an extra few bucks in servers. But that's not that's not how they make money. They make money by cutting as much as possible along the way in the process. You know, you can't you're paying those developer salaries. You got to see it's cheaper to pay them for one year than for two. Yeah, but I don't want to buy your game. The, The fact that this is just ubiquitous across the gaming sector. Tony, give me an example. I don't even think this is a gotcha. Um, I'm hoping that you can brighten my day. Give me an example of a game that came out in the past two years with large appeal 
that had no issues whatsoever. I mean, I would say Ghost of Tsushima. That's literally the only thing that came through my head. Because I don't game. remember any issues with that game. That's the only one. I didn't play it right away, right? But I didn't remember hearing anything about it. But I can't think of a single other game. And it might just be because, the, you know, there might be plenty of examples. Yeah. But I mean, none of them are springing the to last, mind. The Last of Us didn't have any mechanical issues with it or anything. People were just mad because of, of how the story played out. Yeah, so there it is. Two games. Those two developers right there. Let's buy their games. What are the developers, Tony? Naughty Dog and Sucker Punch. Okay. Can we whitelist those those developers, those game <laughs> studios? We're going to buy your games, Naughty Dogs and Sucker Punch. I just, We're going to buy them. Okay? Just, just keep putting bought, them out. I just bought the Director's Cut upgrade for Ghost of Tsushima, and uh, I just finished it last night. Uh, the main story. You cheater! Why didn't you text me? Oh, can you not co-op in there? Right? Yeah, you're no, not. You, you, not co- you can't co- I don't think you can co-op the the main story in the game. But it was awesome. It was a great story. I mean, it was only like the main story itself is only probably like four or five hours long. But it was it was high quality, good story, everything I would expect from uh, that franchise. So uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I did uh, load that up, and I. The transferring save from the PS4 version to the PS5 version was very easy. Right there in the main menu. Right there, right there in the main menu. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, hey, do you want to do this? I was like, yes, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I didn't do it right away. I, I just hit like continue or whatever because it started up as a uh, the initial video. So I didn't remember the start of the last one. I don't know if I watched all of it. Um, and so I thought, oh, is this the new DLC intro? that it was putting me through. No, it was the initial, you know, the first one. And so then I went in and when I updated it, I got all the achievements that I had unlocked in the game. Like I ended up uh, just turning my uh, TV over to YouTube and it just off in the background, I don't know how 20 or 30 achievements. It just was going down the list of all the ones I got and unlocking them. them. Yeah. So did I just get cheesy? uh, Like, like did I just cheese the, the system, Tony? Or did I already have those? Or do, do I have those trophies for PS4 version and PS5 version? Well, if you if you played through the PS4 version and beat it, then you I guess those transfer over to the PS5 version. So okay, so I'm gaming the system. So how do I get a million not gamer score trophy score? How do I get it? Let's let's see here. You heard it here first, folks. Exploit. Uh, we just need to keep buying all these games. <laughs> That have a PS4 to PS5 upgrade. Beat it on PS4 first. Okay, this is getting complicated. I was really on to yeah. something there, guys. Okay, yeah, we're, yeah. we're 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 here for to you. Hack the system, you daggum hacker. Don't we already have one of those? Elite hacksor over here. <laughs> Buy my hacks at uh, email Tony at goodgameradio.com right. for uh, hacks in, in, information. Yeah, but the great thing about Ghost of Tsushima's uh, director's cut, uh, in contrast to what we were talking about. Uh, where we're getting, you know, you know, two or three years of hype and then the game is being pushed back and then doesn't meet the hype. We didn't even know anything about the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut until a month ago when they just came out and said, hey, guess what? We have the director's cut and the DLC and all this other stuff and it's going to be available in like a month for you to buy. Oh, and Legends Mode is going to have new modes and new stuff and that's going to be available, you know, on September 3rd. Hey, after your movie, do you want to play Ghost of Tsushima Legends? 
Sure. We uh, so Paige, are you familiar with Ghost of Tsushima at all? I, I've never, I haven't, I've never played it. I've just watched some gameplay for of it. So, you, is it like you select a champion, has different abilities, and you go through like different waves? What you're describing sounds like the Legends mode, which is what I was just talking to Tony about. The the base game, you're just a, a regular samurai, and you can learn all the different skills. Um, that the Legends mode has little parts of it, right? They, like they kind of divide the skills into different ones. If I'm at least if I'm rem- remembering correctly. But you go in and there's some sort of like, you know, it's a, a trial of some sort. So you probably watched one of the uh, uh, waves, you know, like X amount of waves were attacking, a, you know, location you had to defend or something, uh, which is one of the things you can do. But you can also just do a like a mission uh, that generally they're short, have like three different parts of it. Uh, Tony and I did it the other day and we were so bad. <laughs> we were so bad. Both of us had done the nightmare level difficulty uh, ones before, you know, and had our characters like appropriately leveled and everything. We didn't even do nightmare. What was the second hard? We did like hard difficulty or whatever. Gold difficulty. Gold difficulty. And we were dying so much. And I was just there. I'm like, what button does what? What button? It was like, is there like a a button to a, a, what is the, to parry? Can I parry things? Didn't know the buttons. Dude, have you played the DLC yet? Any uh, through any of it yet? Not at all. Okay, no. let me tell you, the enemies in there are way more difficult. Are they? So okay. you remember in the old game or the the first version of it, like if you were facing against a swordsman, you you could just get in the sword stance and yes, file. and you would destroy them. Right, yeah. destroy them, and you would just change stances based on the type of enemy you were fighting. Right, the enemies in the DLC. Uh, they carry multiple different weapons and they switch between them in the middle of the fight. Are so... you kidding me? <laughs> right. And no. there's usually a shaman that's in like way in the distance and they're, they're chanting basically like they're hyping up the guys that you're fighting and you, it basically makes them unkillable. Because yeah, they, they regenerate health faster yeah, than you They can regenerate kill them, right? their health. They're more uh, aggressive and they're just, they're better fighters. So, yeah, the game, the combat system was way, way harder with that mechanic going on. But, uh, yeah, it's good. When the Legends mode drops, I'm excited for that because, you know, with the new rivals in there. So, And you can buy that separately, Paige. So if you're interested in some samurai action, you can buy the multiplayer as a separate uh, purchase for 20 bucks. Can he, can he buy it on PC? PC? Oh, you don't have PlayStation? <sighs> so, uh, I I have I have this thing called a computer. A computer. And uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, actually, my recent purchase my recent purchase was actually just on uh, it was actually on Apex. I just bought all the champions for twenty eight doll hairs, and I even got the game or the uh, the battle pass to go along with it. So, okay, nice. So hey, so can we could we crossplay on that? And you can it's now crossplay and cross save. So it's nice. Oh, so that means that so I downloaded it on Xbox, I think. But I had already had like I have like what were they called? Legends, right? Yeah, I had Legends unlocked on one or the other. I don't know which one has what, but I definitely have them. And what I played it on most recently, I didn't have any of the the stuff unlocked. So that means if I go on PC, I could get all of them. Oh, dudes, I played Apex on PC one time. 
I did it like and uh I hadn't played any first person shooter on PC since uh Counter Strike in the nineties. Okay. Uh I'm I'm twenty one years old, people. It's totally normal. Okay. Um Counter Strike in the nineties. I played this game and it's like very simple controls on Counter Strike. And then you get into Apex. And it's all these little buttons that I'm like, wait, what zooms in? And like, I guess zoom in is, uh, what do I have it? Like my right, uh, right click or something. I got in front of this guy and he and I were trying to kill each other. And it was the worst thing that you could have ever imagined. Neither of us could hit a shot. Neither of us knew how to do any of the mechanics. Like it was obvious that they gifted me a uh, first time ever lobby. And I get just still got murdered. Mouse and keyboard is hard. That's what I've decided. But it is like way better. I'm still out of practice with a mouse and keyboard. I I tried playing something the other day and I I just couldn't do it. I'm like, where's the controller I can uh, hook up to this thing? See, I I think controller generally controller I think is better than keyboard, right? Uh, just it's all in one place and convenient, whatever. But the mouse, the the functionality you get out of the mouse and having that like responsiveness is just so much better than the controller. And I don't know, unless like you got God level aim assist, but uh, I don't. Yeah, ever since uh, I got my cast off, I can now uh, play Vigi games. So at first I was like, okay, I'm going to take, I got my cast off. Okay, I'm going to finally get back into like mouse and keyboard. Started doing that and something just wasn't like clicking for me. I don't know if it was just a like, finger finger like keyboard fingering issue or if it was just like a, oh hey look you need to now move your pinky up here or like rotate your wrist where you can actually reach this with your pinky so then i move i just i just went to move to a controller so my thumbs don't bend like they used to because i just haven't used them in like six weeks so we talked about I last playing... week how you or a couple weeks ago that you were in a car accident for anyone that is uh unsure yes. why Paige is having thumb issues <laughs> yes had surgery had surgery on my uh on my thumb and had to repair a fracture so having to use a joysticks on uh on the controllers has not exactly been my favorite but i'm actually getting really good at controller again so it was it was funny the other day i was i was uh streaming and i was actually doing this thing to where i was going from controller whenever i was doing mobility around a game and then switching back to like the keyboard whenever i was actually needing like precision shots so that was pretty cool being able to pick it up pick up the controller then switch to mouse and keyboard and then pick back up the controller whenever you're just trying to like dodge duck dip dive and dodge just because I have better mobility on a controller and better precision with my mouse. That's in I tried Apex that you're out. doing that, right? Yeah, I was doing that in Apex. And it was working out well, but then I kind of just got bored of just slamming my controller down and having to adjust with the mouse really quickly. So I've just I've kind of just stuck with the controller and and uh getting getting good at that once again. Hopefully getting good, right? Well, I, I say getting good once again, but I really wasn't good to begin with at gaming. So here I am <laughs> trying to get good. If you enjoy it, though, that's really what matters. Tony. Yeah. Tell me about 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Uh, dude. That's about minutes. what I that's about <laughs> what I would expect the uh, the the response to be to that. Tell well, us what it is before you tell us about it. You're, you're a guy that's coming home. You live in an apartment. 
you come in the front door and you meet your wife and she has a surprise for you and you and you sit down and you have a meal with her and then 12 minutes after getting there somebody knocks on the door and when you open the door or your wife opens the door uh, it's a guy pretending to be a police officer he barges in uh, making demands he forces both you and your wife onto the ground and handcuffs you both and then he starts demanding an item from your wife that she supposedly has or has knowledge of and she does she doesn't uh, have an answer for him uh, so then he chokes you out and kills you. And that's and that's 12 minutes. And then, like Groundhog's Day, the day restarts again. Like, you wake up, you know, at the threshold of your apartment. And you're like, what just happened? And you will repeat that 12-minute sequence until you figure out a way to get out of the whole situation. Either dead or alive, I guess. I haven't finished the game. I've died many, many, many times. So the apartment itself, you have a, kind of like a combination living room and kitchenette and a little table where you dine at. And then there's a bathroom and there's varying items around the apartment that you can interact with. And basically to kind of get things started, you're trying to figure out, you know, how to manipulate the situation to get out of it. So it's going to involve you just picking up different items and looking at them and studying them and then going through branching conversation with your wife to try and get her to talk to you about what it is that this guy is looking for. Uh, she seems to be very secretive. So it's something that happened many, many years ago. So there's kind of like, you know, something hidden there in your relationship. Uh, and she's a very touchy person. I mean, like very sensitive person. So when you start like questioning her and whatever, she just kind of like, gets up and walks off and shuts the door on you and you know in the bedroom whatever but you can manipulate those type of behaviors and stuff to try and figure out a way i told you the other day that i finally after like i don't know three or four hours of just you know not getting anywhere uh, with the conversations typical conversation would be like hey there's a guy that's going to come here and he's going to tie us up and he's going to kill me please tell me this and she's not going to be like i don't know what you're talking about and then you're going to like i can predict the future and then she's like okay prove it and then you can start telling her like everything that happens and like and within that 12 minutes like oh there's a you know there's lightning and there's a song playing on the radio or there's this or something else is going to happen and she starts like okay that's weird that's creepy but i finally figured out the way to get it basically to the next chapter of that so that's where i'm at I've got the guy subdued. It's be, uh, making it beyond that. I don't know how far it goes beyond that. I haven't looked at any videos or, or any uh, uh, guides or anything like that. I'm trying to figure it out on, all, on my own. It's like banging your head against the wall because you, you try all the different things multiple times. And you're you know trying to, it's like trying to put a puzzle together with blindfolded. <laughs> and, you, and you're moving the pieces around. I'll try this, try this, try this, try this. So... It's a fascinating game. It's fascinating. It's on Game Pass. Uh, so if you have Game Pass, you know, give it a try. Uh, see whether or not you you like it or it doesn't drive you nuts uh, trying it out. But so yeah, that's twelve minutes. So I played it, and uh, the movement mechanics are bad. It's like hover the mouse over the or the uh, you know use your joystick to move the cursor over where you want to be, and then. Uh, hit a to move to that area or whatever like i it, i hate that about it it is interesting though like what it's trying to get out of you from uh you know with your wife one thing tony is i, I played it for 
uh, a little while, and you had given me the, a tiny spoiler, you know, like you did now. So I get, I came in there, like, you know, in a hurry. And I'm looking around, and I'm exploring, and I see, like, uh, oh, there's sleeping pills over here. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to get the sleeping pills in this cup. Got to add water, and I'm going to put the cup down, and she's going to be, uh, uh, my wife is going to be passed out, and she won't be able to answer the door for the murderer guy, right? Right. Yeah, that did not go well. Uh, like, uh, like a couple of times, like I, I drank the, uh, I drank the cup, <laughs> and I had the sleeping pills in it, or all these things. Here's what I can tell you, Tony. I don't think this is a spoiler, but this, at least from, because what I did do is I played it for a little bit and thought, okay, I get the gist of it. Uh, let me look on YouTube and see, because I, I kind of decided I'm just, I'm not gonna play it. And on YouTube, I watched a 12 minute video of this guy talking about getting the true ending. So apparently there's multiple endings, but you have to, you can't from at least this guy's explanation, you can't do all of it in one like go through. You have to expand your information and knowledge on the things in the house from the previous ones. Like, I think you have to turn the radio on before you can tell her, Oh, I know what songs gonna come on the radio, you know, like, so you have to be collecting that information along the way. So it's, it's basically a, a roguelike game disguised as you know the simple push like here a puzzle game yeah puzzle game it's it's like returnal right where yeah you're 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 learning things as you more times you play through it and you're getting an idea of how to play the game basically. Tony, you played a lot of Civ Six in the past, but have you played it at all recently? Uh, I haven't played it in about a month. So I uh, I did that thing that I uh, like to do. When Tony sends me that, uh, Tony, have you noticed that every time you send me a party invite, I've got to go and plug my mic in and it takes me a few minutes to actually get into the party with you. Right. Yeah. That's because I just want to be relaxing, sitting back on my couch, not in my incredibly uncomfortable chair like I am right now in front of my computer. But I got so excited the other day, I sent Tony a, uh, another screenshot of me as I was playing and uh, it was, I was playing on Deity, which is the hardest difficulty, and the computer gets, like, all of these advantages. Like, all of their troops, the exact same troop as you have, it's, it's stronger because they get an advantage against you. Like, all the technologies you have to research, they start with a bunch of them researched. Like, you know, you have to build every unit except for your very first one. They start with, like, you know five or six of them or whatever is they have all these advantages and I've lost games on deity difficulty the hardest difficulty like turn 24 got killed you know because they I spawned near them they declared war on me and I didn't have a you know I had a bad enough starting place I couldn't pump out enough guys or whatever but I started this game the other day and I had a plan like I'm doing this now where I find the leader that I want to take in there and then I decide, okay, I'm going to win this game this way, which is probably dumb, right? Because I should probably kind of feel the game out and see what happens. But I want to try to exploit what their benefits are as a leader when I choose them. And so there's this one who is like Eleanor of Aquitaine or something like that. And she like exerts more loyalty than some of the other ones. And what happens in the download, you know, the DLC of the game is... If you're have a, if you have two cities right next to each other, and my city is pumping out a lot of loyalty, and your city doesn't have as much loyalty, 
your city can rebel against you. And what generally happens is it flips and it's an independent city and someone can go and capture it or whatever. Or if it, if it stays independent, it'll flip to whoever's exerting more loyalty at that time. Well, with this character, it automatically flips the city over to you. Skips the whole independent thing. I thought, okay, that's the plan. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to settle a ton of cities, get as close up to all the other, uh, you know, AI as I can, and just start building my empire and then exerting loyalty pressure. Well, when I started in on, like, two sides of me was mountains, so I couldn't explore that way. And then the other two sides of me, like right next to me, were two of the most aggressive AIs in the game. Like it was uh, Genghis Khan was one of them, and I don't remember the other guy's name, but I was at war, like full-on war declared on me for like 115 out of the first 140 turns. And I was just getting murdered the whole time. I did pick up one of their cities in a war. Um, I was able to do that. And then I got to the point, I was so proud of it too. I got my first great person at round uh at uh what is it turn 297 <laughs> i think i was talking to tony when i got it like you should have your first great person like in the first like 20 or 30 rounds probably you know <laughs> um but i started doing it i made a city like a civilization so baller that i started getting more loyalty and then i got like all these great works, like a great work of art or a relic or something or, or painting, I'd trade all the AIs for all of their great works and I'd put them in my cities close to the others, like where the, close to the enemy cities. And inevitably, and then I'd take my spies that I'd make and I'd send the spies in and they'd, I'd lower their loyalty or remove the governors, stuff like that. And I took over, I probably had 25 cities and I was eight turns away um from winning a uh, culture victory eight turns away it was at 30 for a while i was getting close it was at 12 i looked at it eight turns well then i flipped the last city of one of the ais and so i eliminated him from the game like i, I like as, as like a domination didn't didn't do anything to attack him but flipped him with loyalty and i went from being eight turns away from a culture win to not even a measurable amount of turns away because I didn't understand the mechanic and losing a civilization means that I can't get tourists from there. So I lost that game, Tony. I was so proud of it. I was so close to turning that game around. Eight turns away and I ended up, uh, I would have I had it because about 12 turns later, uh, they completed their science victory. One of the other teams, like, but there was literally an AI that was like, uh, their base or their civilization was like three tiles away from my my uh, my starting location, and the mountain tiles were so insurmountable that I didn't even find them for you know two hundred three hundred turns into the game or something, you know actually see them there. But I'm enjoying the the deity difficulty, man. But like you have to do everything so well and micromanage that game to such a crazy degree to get anything done. Um, very satisfying when you win, though. Right, that game has so many moving parts. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, and like the tutorial that comes with the game, you kind of have to, you know, you're trying to dig through that and all that stuff. I guess the probably the best best way is just to look uh, look it up on YouTube directly and learn from people like you who take the time to explain it <laughs> and, and dive into those little nuts and bolts of the game. 
I got uh, I got Jason to start playing it. That game would be really amazing if you could play it with a bunch of people that you know, like you know, real life people, and leave all the you know AI out of it. I mean, uh, you can you can do multiplayer games like that, yeah, but you got to find people that are willing to put in that type of time. Let's do a looking for group, all right? Let's start a uh, let's do a public Discord server looking for group for Civilization multiplayer games. Um, <laughs> I bet you would find people. I mean, it's just it's it's just one of those oh, things. Yeah. that's hard to. Like when I first started playing that game, I was like, I have no idea what is going on. <laughs> I, yeah. I, it's a lot of trial and error. So, but yeah. And I think you get a lot of leniency on the standard difficulty too. Like you don't have to know what you're doing to be able to like survive and play the game and, and learn from multiple attempts. But so let's put it out there right now for any of our listeners. If you want to play Civilization or you you know against Clint, send us an email at Tony at GoodToGameRadio dot com. Send, uh, let us know that you want to play some Civilization with with Clint. By the way, I crushed uh, crushed a game today, Science Victory. Like I I had that completed, and they uh, I think the AI was like. I don't know, four of the AIs, like four of the actual technologies behind me. I mean, they were probably, I, I probably beat them by like 120 turns on the technology victory. So like if you can, but I, I legit had to take out the other civilization, like the other AI that was on my continent. Like I needed to go and win my entire continent with domination and then could switch to a science victory. Like, there's no way I would have been able to do it without the extra production and science generation from those cities. You know, it's like there's just so many little tiny interactions that you have to look at it and say, OK, well, I'm not going to be able to get done what I need to with the space I have or with the technology I have or whatever. And or if you get the technology ahead of time, uh, ahead of your your the other AI, like you've got to use it immediately uh, because they're they're going to, you know, they scale way better than you do until the very late game generally uh, once you can start snowballing your efforts but it's a fun game dude i uh and i started playing uh humankind i realized on uh what is this game pass ultimate for right. pc uh humankind is available for freezies as long as you have a subscription that you pay 15 dollars a month for um <laughs> so i just started playing that i've uh i think i have like 23 turns in and then uh, i actually joined the discord server while i was playing the game because so i'm like oh okay we'll get started soon and i just uh hear, hear page start talking to me i'm like oh okay it's time to time to get off here right um but i did play those the little bit of a start of that game i don't know uh until i get me a nice uh chair to sit in over here i don't i don't really want to be spending time uh, right. because it's uh it's god that whole gaming chair meme is so accurate must have a really nice gaming chair. Able to, yeah, I'm like dying over here, sitting in my very uncomfortable chair. Tony, I see you like, you know, moving around in your seat too. Paige, on the other hand, looks super comfortable and he's got a very nice gaming chair. Did anybody see the, uh, the Call of Duty uh, Alpha that was open this, uh, this weekend? Yeah. I, uh, what are your thoughts, Tony? My thoughts was I went to download and play it, and then I changed my mind. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know what? Is it still available? Because I didn't have any interest in playing the alpha, to be honest with you. Uh, I think it is uh, today, probably the last day, but I'm like, uh, I really thought about it. I'm like, oh, do I want to play this? And I'm like, 
it's World War II. There's nothing new about it that intrigued me. Remember how we, we played Modern Warfare and they had the two versus two mode, the gunfight mode? Yeah. And we mm-hmm. played that and we were like, yeah, no, this is not bad. I, there's nothing, there was nothing there that intrigued me about it. Um, so my question to you guys, will Call of Duty be a flop? Paige, what do you think? No. Why not? Call of Duty has a fan base just like every other game has a fan base. Any any game that comes out that has to do with Call of Duty, there are going to be people who are very committed to Call of Duty. They're going to bash every other game. They're going to bash Battlefield. They're going to bash Apex. They're going to bash Valorant. There's just people who are... It doesn't matter how bad the game is, how often they change the graphics, what other company is now going to take on the new Call of Duty game. It does not matter what happens with the game there are still going to be people who continue to play the game because they love Call of Duty. There are people who are committed behind that brand. Clint, what do you say? So I, I agree with Paige that it's going to have a, its following because it, it has for 10 years or 11 years or however long they've been coming out. But I do expect it to do way worse than recent ones. Black Ops 4, I think, did well. Uh, Modern Warfare. And then, you know... Uh, the jumping off into Warzone, Warzone, phenomenal for a long time, um, but mismanaged pretty horribly. And then Cold War came out, and Cold War is a pretty garbage multiplayer experience. I, I didn't even finish the campaign. I played it a little bit, and I just I wasn't into it. Um, but the multiplayer is way worse than Modern Warfare. Um, the engine looks worse than Modern Warfare 2, uh, Modern Warfare as well. Then the integration of the weapons, the Cold War weapons into Warzone was another like flop as well. And the fact that Warzone has lost a lot of its user base, like their daily active users are, are down from, from the little bit I've been able to... That's hard to get those numbers. I've talked about that on the podcast, at least for me, uh, the layperson. Um, but I have been able to see some other areas where the Warzone, uh, like Warzone audience is trending down. So I think the like those things kind of Warzone being in a state where it's falling apart. Uh, I, I don't know. This anti-cheat, like unless that does way more than anyone's expecting, that might be like a saving grace for this game. But uh, Vanguard, I expect... Uh, it, so they switch back and forth, right? It's Treyarch and Activision. So this one, Vanguard's being made by Treyarch, right? Sledgehammer is that games. Sledgehammer games. So I don't know what I'm talking about. But now uh, another I will say, brand creating a Call of Duty. Oh, is that what it is this time? I so here's what I'll say. I the only interest I have in the game really is uh is gonna be for zombies. Because uh Freyarch is making the zombie aspect of it or the zombie portion, from what I understand. They they've been handed creative control or whatever. Um so that I'm interested in. But I've watched the alpha gameplay. I've watched it on YouTube. And there's a lot about it that I don't think looks good. The maps look boring. It's what they do with the World War II maps. Like, it's all a bunch of gray and, like, brown tones everywhere. That's it. Like, it's, it, it's numbing to watch these maps, you know? It's just, it's not visually entertaining. And then, and of course, it's an alpha. They could do a lot to make it better, right? It's a regular alpha thing. But the fact that any time you start taking damage, 
you like your screen is almost you know you almost can't see your screen because of all the effects that they add like taking damage oh a bunch of red and white you know out of focus whatever um there's a lot of things about it right now that they could tweak and make better before launch. Uh, but my first thoughts from the alpha was, were that I was not very impressed just uh, from watching it. And the fact that they're coming off of uh, Warzone being garbage and uh, Cold War being an extremely underwhelming multiplayer experience, I think it's going to be... I, I don't... I, I, I Flop might be too strong of a word, Um but I, I think you're. It's going to be less successful than expected, like first or Tony. What do you think, Ben? I think Paige is right. You're going to have your hardcore Call of Duty fans. You know they're going to stick with the game because they love Call of Duty and uh, how it plays, how it looks. You know what they're familiar with. The same old thing. So it may not be a flop. Probably won't be a flop, but it won't be as successful as some other Call of Duties that have been released uh, recently. I, I I don't think it's even going to be as success, successful as uh, Cold War. I don't even think it meets that matri- uh, metric. Really? Well, yeah, you know what? You're probably right because Cold War came out at like the peak of Warzone. So it was just like we had all the faith in the Call of Duty franchise at that time because Warzone was dominating. So it's it got it got to ride that wave, and I think Vanguard is on the on the bottom end of that wave now, and it's going to be coming out to a like a lackluster, uh, you know, I think lackluster release. Yeah, so you you probably are right. I mean, I it's it's likely that it does worse. Yeah. I mean, maybe they they'll have a beta, they'll clean it up. Maybe they're going to make things like make, they'll make it awesome. They have time still, right? I don't want to jump the gun too early for an alpha, but uh, yeah, but they're really. I mean, whatever it is, it's going to really. Uh, have an uphill battle because it's going up against uh, you know two other shooters uh, in the same time frame. Has there been a gameplay release of twenty forty two Battlefield? Uh, I saw some. I saw some the other day. Um, I didn't really stick around and watch it for very long because it was uh, it was just a guy driving a tank crazy like a maniac, which was like uh, who drives a tank that way? Like he was like driving it like a race car. So <laughs> the fact that he was going like. As fast as he was and just plowing over everything, I was like, okay, I guess he meant to play, put a racing game in, and he put it in Battlefield. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, um, I'm looking forward to Battlefield. We haven't had one in a few years. The last one was a disaster. So I'm really hoping that uh, this one is going to be light years ahead. What do you think, Paige? You're really hyped for Battlefield. What can we expect? Yeah, I'm really hyped for Battlefield. Um. Like I said last week, you're you're not gonna get you're not gonna get the battle royale experience with Battlefield. If if you wanna if you wanna play Battlefield and you're just done with Call of Duty, go back to PUBG. Come play Apex. Come do come do those because those are I mean, I re-downloaded PUBG the other day and I I mean I haven't played it yet, but I mean I will play it only because PUBG going back to like the having to find like attachment attachment aspects of that um was a different type of battle like a different type of battle royale it's like the first of its first of its kind besides um what was i thinking oh gary's mod (laughs) gary's mod did a hungers like a hunger games mod and uh that's where i kind of see like the saw like the first battle royale battle royale come out and then PUBG hit but um Yeah, if you're if you're wanting a different experience of gameplay, 
come play conquest in, at battlefield you're you're going to be overwhelmed but at the same time you're going to have a great time especially with the destruction of maps um because that like their maps are constantly changing i mean the the layout of the map is not going to be is going to be the same yes but the way the map gets destroyed is going to be completely different from game to game because just because the wall of this building's now been blown up by a tank over there in the distance doesn't mean this one over here next game is going to be um blown up as well so there's different hiding there's there's a lot of different hiding places i mean really in battlefield there are no hiding places because everything will eventually get just torn down to shreds but um I, i'm i'm pretty excited for battlefield i'm excited for modern weapons i'm excited for helicopters you know yeah. I, it's That's been forever since we've had a game where you could fly a freaking helicopter i'm like you know, I usually crash them, but I love getting into them and and trying to fly in the tight spaces, you know. And they usually serve as spawn points if you're flying, like, the transport helicopter, you know. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah, just having some modern gear uh, and and all the uh, uh, attachables and stuff that you, hopefully you'll be able to do uh, with them. I hope they're not too restrictive. Like, you know, if you're an engineer class, you know, you can only use this type of gun, you know. Yeah, that's... I don't know. I like they should never, ever, 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 ever make a shooting game set in the past. Can we just like scrape that off the face of the earth? <laughs> Every shooting game from now on is either present day, near future, or far future, right? Find other ways to do that underwater Call of Duty. Okay, there's plenty of things <laughs> that you could do that don't involve going back to dreary, you know crappy looking maps you know oh you know guys did you know that in 1945 before colored tvs uh there was no color in the world because that's what the call of duty developers think when they made vanguard uh you know the, the there's nothing at all like there's no there's no reason for them to be going back like they go back all the time i i don't understand it is, is it just money is it those are the ones that make money i, I don't know it makes me just not want to buy call of duty vanguard at this point like especially with these other ones like i'm gonna end up buying it right i mean because someone's gonna want to play it and i'm like okay i'll buy it real quick i mean that's generally what happens that's what happens basically anytime tony tells me he wants to play a game that fire team alien fire team game i was like okay i'll i'll spit i'll spend the money right now just to uh just to play it probably the only time i play it uh so we should definitely play that a little bit more it's interesting how far did you get tony did you get past the first campaign thing I'm the first, first. I'm first. I'm past the first block of three. I'm on. Uh, okay. I just finished four, so yeah, I'm on five now. So there's twelve. Okay, actually, I think I'm in the exact same spot. You're on the planet. Yeah. You're yeah. On yeah. The planet? yeah. Yeah. I already beat some of the Xenos or whatever they called them. Um, yeah. Paige, I mean, that game so has that a very good foundation. I think they, they can do a lot with that game. Like we were talking about, like set it in the future in space you know you can do so much more in that in type in that type of world so i think uh it has a very good foundation for you know uh dlc so i'm excited for that game yeah it's page i don't know if we talked about it at all to you it's essentially a three player you can either do bots or or your friends or or matchmake and i did matchmake on accident and the matchmaking was quick and it was it was not problematic whatsoever but you go in and you have th you know, four different classes, each with your own different like loadout, and then you go in and you have to like progress through a mission area. Uh, the first one is like a 
uh, I guess you're in a, like a, where, what is it? Like an industrial facility or something? It's a flow. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's an orbiting, um, mining yeah, station or something. Yeah. You're like in a spaceship, right? But you're, um, but you just go through and there's all these aliens, like exactly like trademark from like from the movie aliens that are attacking you, uh, as you progress through and you have to use your different skills and abilities and guns and whatever to kind of blast your way through, uh, you know, the, the, the mission. So, I, I mean, it's, it's fun, yeah, you know, fun. I think they need to up the standard difficulty. The standard difficulty needs to be more difficult. Uh, I failed twice with the random matchmaking crew I did, but like one of them was just like AFKing or something. And, and like they kept going down and I was using the technician. So I just had a pistol and a shotgun, you know, I didn't have anything long range except for my pistol. So it was like, I, I really needed the synergy of them having other guns to help us like with the horde. Yeah. And they were just dying constantly. I'm like, and they were both like three times the level I was like, as far as their like combat score, they were like 600 something. And I was yeah. 183. And I'm like, we're, I don't know if they were AFK and they were talking, but I didn't have anything hooked up to hear them. So maybe it was like, no, if we down right here, then you skip to the end of the game. Or I don't know what they were saying, but like <laughs> they, uh, they were dying constantly. I just did it with bots and I just, it was so much easier. Yeah. The bots are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just not absolute idiots. But the, the the AI is interesting because I sat there. I'm like, let me throw down some turrets to just sit there. And if I didn't shoot for a while, they just walked over and looked at me, even though there's hordes of of uh, uh, aliens coming. So you have to like stay active in your shooting to get to keep them engaged. Is what I learned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's an interesting enough game. The Aliens Fireteam Elite, I think, is what it's called, right? Yep. It's the first co-op game that we've actually played that is at least halfway decent. Although yeah, it has some promise. The, the the other one, Alien Extinction, was the other one? Oh, uh, Extinction? Dinosaur, Second Extinction. Um, what is it called? Second Extinction. Second Extinction. That one was like, okay, but definitely not like good. Um, right. The, I don't know. I, th I think they're a little similar in a lot of ways, but I think this one is... Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking back on that game, and it definitely had some per like some benefits of some things that I maybe liked more. But I don't know. This one seems to be doing the trick, and it's it's. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's way it's more atmospheric. Really, yeah, I, maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah. It really feels like you're you know you're a, a, a marine going in for a rescue mission. It does because of the uh, of the chatter from your uh, your handler, you know, as she's yeah. just talking over the comms and stuff, and. Uh, and I like I like that little ding on the the, uh, the radar when it starts detecting movement. So yeah, I I do like that I can use that mini map. I just I use the the heck out of that man. I'm always looking at that thing. Um, but it's it's the and the upgrade path I think is going to be a lot easier than the second extinction. Yeah, uh, from what I can tell, like it's just credits. It's not go collect all these other random things to upgrade your your stuff and it seems like there's more diversity in the uh the weapons too uh weapons and yeah and whatever whatever auxiliary things you get cool yeah so you know for the audience if you're looking for a good co-op game check out alien uh, strike team elite it's a pretty good game it's available fire on team elite system. fire team elite it's available on pc xbox and playstation does it have cross play 
Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think it has uh, the true crossplay. You know where you you can play across all systems. I don't I don't think so. And I think the X the Xbox uh, matchmaking is actually broken right now. Uh, they they've been trying to uh, patch uh, patch the fix in, but you know I don't know if uh, PlayStation can play with uh, PC or not. Hopefully soon. That would be pretty cool. I'll um, tell you that this Xbox game ultimate game pass whatever it's called the fact that i can use the game like play the games on my computer almost makes me want to buy games on xbox instead of playstation to play some of these like the fact that that's a shared uh shared ecosystem right is intriguing to me if you're buying the games yeah yeah (laughs) look i bought that on playstation because that's what you're playing it on What'd you Paige, say? have you played Subnautica? Uh, I had Subnautica uh, for one day and got rid of it. <laughs> you had so much. I was actually, uh, I was actually watching. Um, I don't know if it's by the same creators of Subnautica, but there's a new game out right now called Void Train. Have y'all heard of it? Oh, you mentioned that to me, but I, I didn't. Uh... I think I Yeah, we were then, yeah, we we talked about it for a second. Yeah. But it's I think it's the same premise to where you're on to at the start of it, you're on this like train car that is not built up at all. And from there you can jump off this platform that's just suspended in like this void. It's the name void train. Um you can jump off and it automatically tethers you to the base of the train. And you're just going out there, collecting supplies, creating things to then upgrade your train. Uh, there are obstacles along the way to where you can like shoot these little alien creature void monsters. Um, and they give you like resources that you can also then collect and then turn into other things. But you need to make sure that uh, you get, get all the obstacles off the train before you run into them. Because then that can damage your train and set you back. But... It's it's crazy because you, you have to like create the storage to put the resources in, then or yeah, create the storage to put the resources in to where you can store more resources, and then you can create bigger things with the resources that you've then stored. And they have like a smelting um, like aspect to the game to where you need to take those resources, smelt them into like iron ore, or bronze stuff like that, and then you can take the iron ore and bronze and create like more trained cars. So. I thought that was a pretty cool game that I might try out here pretty soon. It is uh, multiplayer, so I think it's up to three or four people that you can play with at a time. And you're you're basically just working together to create the most epic train going across the void as possible. I'll have to Google it once we uh, once we get off here and see uh, because I started that process and I think I was I think I was searching for the wrong thing at the start and then right when I found it. I got distracted by something else, which is never happens. That's totally not me at all to be distracted by anything ever. ADHD. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, Void Train. You got to check that out as well. All right, folks. Thanks again for joining us here on Good to Game Radio. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, again, if you want to send us an email to Tony at GoodToGameRadio.com, uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a question, you want a topic, you want to be ta- uh, want us to talk about or address, you know, just put that in the email. You can also check out our Facebook page and our Instagram, Good to Game Radio. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you later.
Later, dudes.